I've met the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. I've never seen her before. Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Love Island cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps. My co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Well, hello there, Chris. That piano <laughs> music makes it sound like you're listening to the Lovecast FM. <laughs> <laughs> that, that solely falls at my door, Dave. It is, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I went scouring the internet. The, the initial line is from the, the to show, but... That is completely our music. I went scouring for some royalty-free, Dave, and I absolutely love it. It's it's somewhere in between the Incredible Hulk and some daytime fucking TV soap, but I absolutely love it. (laughs) It is good. I I like it. It's just, um, it it just takes my ears a a little bit of time to adjust, you know, because we normally come in, we're like, ah, welcome to the show and stuff, and it's like, (laughs) yeah. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So, David, before we get into the show, it's the talk is everywhere. We are not getting away from it. Are you isolating just yet? Uh, Not right now, um, but I will do right after this uh, episode. Sorry, isolating. (laughs) Right, right. Isolating. (laughs) Right. Yes. So actually, um, I got a call from the school and um, kids being kids, you know, they do have coughs and pick up all sorts, but everyone's super sensitive at the minute. So my daughter started coughing a bit and then it's like, right, get out. And your sister as well. She's got to go. So uh, yeah, I had to pick them up from school before. So. so yes, under the current guidelines, I am now self-isolating for 14 days, I guess. What about yourself? Dave, I was a little slightly worried last night. Obviously, with me being in hospital recently for me up on, on the shoulder, I was thinking, you know what? You always end up coming out of hospital with something, don't you? So I've been okay. Obviously, I'm in pain or whatever, but I did start with a little bit of a, a scratchy throat last night, and I was like, oh, fuck. I don't want to be isolated when I'm already off work, Dave. <laughs> I'm already off for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be in work, so the fuckers can send me home. I don't want to be... <laughs> Having to self-isolate while I'm already off. That's just fucking pointless. But um, no, I've, I've really funny stories literally just happened. So obviously you just mentioned about your daughters and, that, and hopefully they're okay and stuff. And one of my nieces has got a bit of a cold and she hasn't really got the symptoms, but my sister's decided to keep her off work, uh, off work, off school, gone into work. And now we always have a thing in my family and we call it whether... Whichever side of the family you're in, that's definitely you're definitely a Phelps. Which means that if you can pull off getting out of school with a scam or a scheme, <laughs> my, my my scam was my brother, my brother used to go in and say he had a migraine. Well, that's undetected. My mum would just let him off. Now, what I used to do, Dave, and I don't know if I ever told you this was if I wanted a few days off, I wanted to play a bit like the Mega Drive or the SNES, like in the nineties. Or me, I mean, sometimes my dad would just say, do you want this week off and we'll play tournaments on PGA golf? It was towards the end of the, the term. It's not right, Dave, but he did. And he, he may have written notes for my friends as well as if he was their parents. Anyway, I don't want to advocate that now, guys. <laughs> uh, and I never told Jordan that when she was at school, but I used to go in the toilet. And what the trick is, fill my mouth up with water at the tap. And when my mum used to tap on the dung, are you okay? I'd go, right down the toilet. So she could hear me be <laughs> 
<laughs> and then he'd be like, you need to have the rest of the week. Oh, thanks, mum. There's been all sorts of scams in our family over the years, Dave. My niece, who's ill, has a younger sister. So she's 15, the other one's 11. And Imogen decides, they ever the opportunist, to drop it in there at school, Dave, that her sister's not well. Well, straight away, my sister gets a phone call. She's had to pick her up. She's now in isolation to say my sister isn't happy. Is an understatement, but I am <laughs> fucking pissing myself. Our WhatsApp family group is in stitches because Imogen has gone full on Phelps, Dave, and I love it. <laughs> that is good, that. I mean, to be fair, you know, come on, we, we'd have all done that, wouldn't we? You know, yeah. that, that is a good one. Uh, I, I, if I was at school, I would definitely be like, <coughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, you okay? Uh, why wouldn't you? I can't believe they, they. I mean, it's only, from what I can tell, it's like UK and Sweden, and there might be some other uh, countries that are doing it, but they're keeping the kids in school and stuff. But to be honest, it's changing day by day, isn't it? So I, I can't think they're going to be in school all week. You know, it just no. needs one case. And then that's it. Everyone will be, everyone's so sensitive now. I think in terms of public behavior, we're going to see a little bit of a jump because obviously in the UK, you know, there was an announcement last night advising you not to go out to restaurants and bars and stuff, public places. So I think everyone's going to get a bit edgier. So, yeah. And I think working from home is going to become to the forefront. But also, guys, ever the opportunities, if you know friends who are at a loss at the moment and off work, Put them our podcasting way, you know what I mean? We've got a real big back catalog now. <laughs> you know what, though? I did see. I mean, I, I'm paraphrasing a bit. I saw a tweet before that was like, you know, our our parents, grandparents, great-grandparents and stuff fought on the beaches and whatever to, you know, fight for our country. Right now, we just have to sit on the sofa and watch Netflix. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's true, isn't it? It's so fucking yeah. true. Oh my word! Unbelievable, unbelievable. But I think you're right, Dave. I think every, I think this is a softly, softly approach to eventually every single person is going to be on a two-week lockdown. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. So lots of Netflix, not lots of binging, and lots of Love Is Blind, Chris. So we we saw today, didn't we? I guess two halves to it. So we saw a few more proposals at the start. We got a bit of drama at the end. Where do you want to start today? I, I want to start, Dave, I, I, mainly at the end, because this thing with Carlton and Diamond, fuck me. I, I feel sorry for the guy because he was in tears at the end. It's obviously summer that's been like a noose around his neck. For as long as he's known um, that he's bisexual, it's obviously something that has hampered probably his family, everything else. I don't know this, but I'm, you can just see that there's something there with him. However... His way of coping with it is being an absolute arse. And when they were sat in that room just chatting, he was proper nasty with Diamond. And, and obviously, I don't think Diamond's reaction helps when, when he said, like, I've dated guys. And I, I just don't know with either of them what they're going to get out of it because he was playing it like he was just dead cool. Like, yeah, yeah, you're going to marry me. I'm going to take that. And then the next minute, he was so upset. And you do feel sorry for the guy. I just don't think... He should be in this environment, Dave. It's just not. If he's after a social media increase or something, is it really worth putting yourself through this? Because they just, they fuck all there between them, as far as I can see. You know what? I mean, I I think my empathy is is quite high. You know, it's above average, I think. But I don't fucking feel sorry for him. Not one bit. 
I mean, I don't like seeing anyone in tears, right? But the stuff he was saying, at least I know I've been honest, you know, I told the truth. No, you fucking haven't. No, you haven't, you lying see next Tuesday, right? He's, he's got there through deceit. Not that he's actively lied, but intentionally omitting something as big as that. That is, that is effectively lying. You're concealing the truth. And so I, I just didn't buy it. I've got in my notes here that exactly what you've just said, right? That arrogance from him, an overbearing attitude, was incredibly uncomfortable to watch. It was like, you know, you could see Diamond was a, a bit surprised because he just became a massive dick. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like you say, he's like, no. I'm going to take you down the aisle and whatever. I, I, and I just, I thought, why are you being such an absolute knob? And uh, again, you know, he's had this, this blow up. If he's got complex issues to work out, I said yesterday, deal with them off camera. You know, you know, you're not trying to, you're just trying to fucking get fame out of it. I, I, I just, I'm not buying any of it, Chris, um, just because of, of the way he's gone about it. And I thought, I felt my sympathy was with Diamond, to be honest, because he was an absolute prick from start to finish there, from being in that room, from being an overbearing prick. And then, you know, as he, as he's trying to um, talk to her and stuff, then he's getting emotional and she's sort of trying to be supportive. But yeah, guess what? It's a fucking shock. You knew it would be a shock. And so, yeah, there you go. No diplomacy from me today. <laughs> no, no. Look, yeah, I, hey, Dave, fucking bang on the money. And there's no point, you know, pussyfooting around or anything. I feel, I, I felt it was wrong what was going on and he's crying and he, he was outbursts were ridiculous. Like he got a bit violent, did he? Not towards Diamond, but he's like through his heart and all that fucking shit. But this is how I see it. And I could be wrong. And I love, if someone wants to call me out and say, Chris, I think you're actually wrong here. I think that he's a gay man who's gone onto this show just to raise his profile. That's it. No interest, bisexual, anything. I honestly believe that. And this whole story is a setup for him. And whether it works for him in the next few episodes, I don't know because obviously we haven't seen it. But either way, it just is completely wrong. And you are so right. Why the fuck go on a show like this and then try and sort out problems you've been having all your life? I'm not buying it, Dave. However, I did have a bit of sympathy for him. And I do think one way or the other, hover, hover, one way or the <laughs> other, that's got to be addressed in the next. If they want to progress as a couple, and I'll tell you now, Dave, I'd fucking be amazed if they get married. I really, really would. Unbelievable. So it's great TV, but just so fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, just like I say, I just can't. I think it was because of that scene in the room, and I just fucking hated it. I hated every second of watching it. It's really uncomfortable watching. So I'm, I'm done with him. No sympathy at all. And you know, <laughs> just a bit of advice for any human being: just don't be a massive dick. You know. Yeah. And uh, I, I, like I say, all my sympathy was with Diamond there. Yeah, and then moving on from that, I, I'm with you. Moving on from that, we got Giannina and Damien. They finally got to meet each other, and it was quite sweet. They, you know, she stepped back. It looked like she was turning away from him when they were met on the <laughs> corridor, and she ran at him. And full credit, she got down on one knee and proposed to him and all that. But I still think he's a bit of a boring fucker. However, there obviously was a bit of action. Now, Dave, as a as a guy, 
let's be honest here, right? If you say to a, if a girl says to you, look, I'm not interested in taking it to the second, third, fourth base or the home run, whatever you want to call it. Obviously speaking in American terminology now. Uh, if they say, I'm not interested in sex, everything, the best thing you can say as a guy is, that's fine. Because they were like, hang on a minute. And it was almost like, what she can't have, she really wants. Damien's not fucking stupid. He went, that's fine. Sex is not, it's not, it's not just, sex is not the issue. <laughs> and I was thinking, he's definitely getting laid tonight. And lo and behold, he was a dessert, Dave. It was fucking <laughs> so obvious. We should have given me that a bit of advice in my teens, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I I didn't quite pick up on that bit of reverse psychology, but now that you say it that way, I guess that is what happened because she was definitely um, she was definitely interested, wasn't she? So uh, yeah, yeah, there was plenty of um, plenty of action going on there. Still, don't really see them together, but she seemed she seemed a little bit besotted with him. But Chris, in terms of action and no action. What did you make to uh, Mark being lying on the bed in his boxes, <laughs> ready to go? And Jessica's like, yeah, it's not happening. He <laughs> reminded me of David Brent. It was just like, he went, the top's, the top's coming off, the top's coming off. And she's like, and you can see her petrified going, all right, okay. I can see that she was fucking petrified. And he's like, it went from him sort of getting chased. And she's looking like going, oh, fuck. Because also, because she's fucking bullshit from China and she's fucking fake, she's sort of thinking, oh, shit, I've got to go through with this now. Yeah. Because the, for me, that exposed her more than it. I mean, Mark was pure cringe. I'm not laying him off, David. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was brilliant, went, though, wasn't it? Because <laughs> one minute he's on the side of a t shirt, on the next minute he's lay there. David Brent, leg off. David Hasselhoff or Burt Reynolds. Hairy fucking mufty chest going on. And he's just, you can see her going, oh, fuck, what have I done? Because she has no interest in this fucker at all. But it's his reaction as well. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. Let me just move this pillow right over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my favourite bit of the episode, to be honest. But like, like, there is no way, for all the words that she can say, she's not interested in him at all. Is she right? fuck? <laughs> yeah, she's just, she's still seething, I think, from that whole non-proposal from Barnett. And um, yeah, just Mark just cannot see it. You know, Mark was giving Barnett the advice earlier in the show, wasn't he? Saying, you know, oh, Bar Barnett's being all wishy-washy and I, I know what I want and I'm going to go for it. Like I said to you, I can't remember if it was yesterday or day one, he, he sort of looks at, at things like a competition. And he has got that myopic vision. He's only thinking about Jessica. But Mark, from what I can tell, you're onto a fucking loser there. But fucking oh, carry on, God. son. Carry on because yeah. it was fucking gold. <laughs> it reminded me. It reminded me of. I thought I was watching it. I know it's a comedy and it, it, it's not like this supposed to be serious or it's supposed to be real life to a point. Do you remember when in Friends where they all know that Chandler's going out with Monica and they set oh, yeah, Phoebe yeah. onto him, don't they? And they have a competition where they go, he knows that, I know that, he knows that, she knows. And, it, and yeah. Monica's like, get in there and tell her you love her, have sex with her and all this. It was like that moment with Phoebe where 
he's all ready to go, taking his fucking bra, you know, like she, she takes her bra off and all that shit. And then he's like, I love Monica, you know, and you can see her going <laughs> to say, I love Barnett, fuck off, leave me alone. <laughs> he was not interested in him one bit. And, it, and like I say, Joel jokes aside, forget the cringiness of Mark. It exposed her for the game player, I think, that she is. I'd be fucking amazed again, Dave, with these two, because she's not interested. You could see the pure panic on her face. Yeah, but, mate, I fucking love it. It's fucking great. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> now, the other one, the, the other, so getting back a bit earlier into the show, I mean, LC was pretty certain that Barnett was going to choose her. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, she didn't take that being let down very uh very, well actually she didn't she didn't blow off or anything but she was clearly very upset it was it was clearly not a straightforward decision for barnett as well so a few tears from him but um i mean to be honest when barnett and amber got together i think they looked like a really good couple and i think they were both pleased with with their choice so you know what what do you make to those two yeah i'm with it I'm still not convinced by Amber. There's something about her I do not like. However, Barnett, Dave, I mean, let's be honest, when she had the bikini on going into that hot tub, she looked hot, Dave, didn't she? She's got somebody on her. She looks hot. However, I think she's a bunny boiler. I'll be honest. I do think she's in plain clothes. Yeah, I do, honestly. Oh, dear. Um, Well, I mean, she looked great. When when they first met together, she had the whole slinky dress on and stuff. And I thought Barnett looked like he was wearing his dad's suit. It it looked like a couple of sizes, maybe too big. But um, yeah, now I, I think I think they look good together. I think if if I think of say Barnett and Jessica, I don't think that works. If I think of Barnett and LC, maybe works a bit more. But no, I I, I think they look good together. So you might be right. She might be, but. Um, I don't know, let's see. I, I think, you know, before the bunny got boiled, there was quite a lot of action before that. And I think we're probably going to see a bit of that. <laughs> yeah. With these two. Yeah, it, it was a great episode again. And it just whets the ap- appetite again, doesn't it, Dave, leading on to episode four. I, I honestly can't wait. It's literally, the recording becomes a transition into the next episode. I'm really, really enjoying it. Really enjoy yeah. going on this. And I think, Sorry. Just a couple of things. I mean, Kelly and Kenny, uh, absolutely the most beige couple ever. Don't care for them at all. No. But they're they're abstaining as well, it seems. Um, Cameron and Lauren. What do you make to that, Cameron? Um, I think he's one of them guys. And I've got a friend like this. I don't know if I mentioned it on this show. I've got a friend who... Basically, he, honestly, I'm not exaggerating. I think I might have told you this off the podcast, but I've never said the podcast. At one point, he's married now and that, but at one point he went through a dating phase where joining like various dating sites. He got divorced and that. And every girl that he went out with, Dave, I am not bullshitting you. He'd go out with him once and his whole fucking life was mapped out. His whole life was mapped out. He's like, she's got an outside, I've got us, we're going to put it together, yeah, we'll be able to do this, we'll be able to go on all the year. I am not exaggerating, I heard this speech at least half a dozen times, and usually after the first date, he got fucked off, he's getting a fucking mortgage advisor in, and all this other shit, so you know, <laughs> he can pull the money, he goes all in, and that's one thing I would say with Cameron, he seems like one of them guys, that he's fucking all or nothing, and he's in, 
And I'm not saying Lauren's not in because they seem a sweet couple. And obviously there was a bit of dip your bread action going on there. Definitely <laughs> did a little love art and all the other shit that was going on. But, but I am not sure whether that's his personality and he's just he's somebody who is very insecure. I, I, I can't work him out. You know when someone, right, so Barnett and Nambo, we were just talking about, the way they were looking at each other was a very loving way. I've got in my notes here, Cameron is a serial killer. (laughs) 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 Right, because the intense way that he was staring at her, it didn't look loving to me. It it looks like he's, he's... trying to dissect her and you know they're all rose petals scattered on the bed and I, i'm just glad it wasn't plastic sheets i i, I just th- there is something about his demeanor that is just unsettling i don't know if you've ever watched anything like dexter but you know he, he just seems like a bit of a dexter and uh yeah i just he's he's seems a little bit odd to me but i'll tell you what else is odd chris chest hair where you have a little shaved landing strip down to your belly button did you say that? <laughs> Do you mean, I think he used to call it, he's called the pant ferret, Dave. That's what he's <laughs> the called what? It. The pant ferret. <laughs> <laughs> we never heard that. No, what the fuck is that? I'm on about his chest ferret. here, by the way, not yeah, about his pants yes. area. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was an arrow pointing down, going, fun this way. <laughs> 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 But there was definitely, I mean, he is one hairy motherfucker. But like I say, you've got this clear landing strip going down his chest to his belly button. Like I say, below his belly button. Yeah, probably an arrow, wasn't it? But yeah, he's definitely been on the old manscape in there. I think I want to touch on somewhere. And I don't, I don't, I want to say something. You're right. It's about what you said about Barnett and his suit. Now, it may be the same in the US. So I'm not trying to offend anyone, so I'm going to tread very carefully on this. But when you said about him wearing a suit and the way he was dressed, I don't know whether you can spot it, Dave, and you've worked in the US and everything, and, and you've, you've traveled there a lot. And a friend of mine's from Manchester, he's from Old Trafford, and he lives in the US now. He lives in Washington. He's been in Arizona and everything. He's a good guy. But he dresses like he's American. You know, you can just tell that, that, that the way the suits are always too big for him and stuff like that. And as soon as Barnett came out with the flowers and everything, when he met Amber, I know I'm going back slightly, I was like, you just look like a typical corporate American businessman. You know, the suit looks too big for him. He's got the brown shoes on. The, the way his outfit was, I'm fucking digging a hole for myself here. I know <laughs> yeah, I am. But I mean, I, not I, saying in the UK, we, we dress great, but it was just, it, I could just see straight away it looked like corporate America. Yeah, no, for me, I, I think the corporate America is more the, the kind of beige uh, khaki trousers and shirts and what have you. So I, I, I don't really see that with the suits. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just these days, I, I quite like a, a slim fitting suit. I mean, presumably you, you're the same. I, I guess, you know, if you go back certainly, you know, to the last decade, they, they were a bit bigger, a bit baggier just naturally, weren't they? But yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I, I, I don't think it's an American thing. I just think that was an ill-fitting suit, to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to shut the fuck up now. <laughs> <laughs> right, Hello to move. all of our corporate American listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to Barnett's family. Thank you for tuning in. I'm sorry. It was me, Chris, not Dave. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Homer's coming out again. <laughs> now, right, let's go. So, if you want to get in contact with the show and give me plenty of abuse regarding Barnett's outfit and uh, my um, sort of prejudice against American businessmen, it's at Love Island Cast on Twitter or the Love Island Cast at gmail.com and get the reviews in again, guys. We've got plenty of people downloading and listening to the show. If you're interested in Love is Blind, you've got friends, please point him in the direction of the podcast. We would love interacting and chatting, whether it's good or bad about everything we do on this show. So thank you so much again. And Dave, brilliant episode. I may have to go and hide for nice let myself for at least 24 hours for maybe some of the abuse I might get after this episode. <laughs> well, you've been listening to the Love Island cast. See you tomorrow. <laughs> 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 See you now. <laughs> <laughs>